All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this Move, Sweat and Suffer podcast with your co-founders, Lee Hazard from Strong and Conditioned and myself, Joe Hortai. It's great to be back with you. Um, we haven't had, a, feels like we haven't had a catch up for a while, but uh, that's because we've both been busy, respectively, but it's great to see you, brother. How you been? Yeah, excellent, mate. Absolutely. It's good to see you as well, mate. I was starting to forget what you looked like. <laughs> I was laughing at your message saying that uh, you, what did you say? You felt like I had ditched you or something. Yeah, I, I felt that you me. had went rogue. You, you turned into a rogue operator. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, how's work and everything been for you, bro? Seems like you've been quite busy as well. And so busy, in fact, that your hair's growing around on the, on the top as <laughs> yeah, well, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've kind of let my bar in I'm kind of taking the hairdressing tips off you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I've just decided to go completely wild and let my barnet grow. But no, I'm going to, I'm going to shave it soon because oh. I was convinced there was a wee bit grown at the top there. And I thought maybe all these puppies are like sort of inducing hair growth with the amount of testosterone that's flooding my body. But that's me just fantasising as usual. So basically, it's, just, it's you know that way when you're going bald, the only person who doesn't see it is you. <laughs> Like everybody sees it, but you don't because you don't. It's like the only time you ever see it is when you go into it. Like for me, it was going into a shop, yeah, and you could see the CCTV. <laughs> and I was at the counter, and I could see my butt. I went, and, oh, Jesus, I'm going bald. <laughs> and this was when I was nineteen. Really, nineteen? No, no, I'm joking. Probably in my yep. late twenties. Late twenties. Well, that's still really, eh? Oh my, I suppose yeah. it's not. It's not Thanks, that uncommon. Dad. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, no, my my actual dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, true. I'm passing on his male pattern baldness genetics. <laughs> and how's work? How's work been? The training and clients and the gym and. Yeah, yeah, it's just been uh, ticking ticking along, mate. As work usually does, mate. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, turning up, grinding, me as usual. Five hundred burpees a day. I see. <sighs> Yeah, I know, uh, 500 bucks a day, mate. And actually, why was I'd that? Love to see it. Sorry, why was that? What what inspired that? Like, I just felt that, like, after doing that marathon burpee session, that I'd lost a bit of motivation and I'd lost a bit of my fitness. Mm. The, 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 the routines that uh, came after that, I, I was finding difficult to get through them, like, very difficult. Uh, so I felt like, obviously, when these things happen, you you need to strip it back, I feel. Uh, you need to go for a back-to-basics approach. Mm. So I felt that uh, getting in a very simple format, but keeping the reps high would probably bring my fitness back up. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I feel like it's coming back within the first week. Uh, I did 500 today, and they just it wasn't unbroken, but I never stopped moving. Like, yeah. you know the way you're getting the wee run yeah, running yeah. on the spot in between your reps instead of resting yeah. but all my boppies are coming under the, the 45 minute mark yeah, uh, that's so that's a, that's a good barometer and yeah. hopefully that trickles down as time goes on yeah definitely oh awesome that's good but I guess you know it's to be expected too coming off 2500 probably gonna feel some sort of um, I don't know if lull is the word but some sort of not only pain physically and mentally, but some motivation maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You hear about this all the time, with like marathon runners, ultra runners, when they mm. do a big race. Yeah, yeah. Like after that, they're just grinding and it's hard to get your, your, your mojo back. But yeah. that is like, that's the test ultimately. Yeah. The test is that 
like you know guys that train for a marathon like like I'm going to run a marathon in 2022 <laughs> and they train like absolute machines and they're out running and then they do the marathon and they go back to eating like fish supples <laughs> just like, living the wild life and they just forget about it just so they could say they ran a marathon so the the hard part is not the actual uh, like the event the, the event, hard part yeah, yeah. is coming back yeah getting your back into the, the swing of things yeah good points yeah very good points hey um we've got um change tech for a little bit we've got rob simpson coming on soon yeah the podcast yeah. the big man the beef castle the beef castle is australian <laughs> beef well, english yeah, but, english uh, but living uh, in melbourne yeah the, yeah the melbourne monster <laughs> the Melbourne monster. That's that's a uh, that's a good yeah, term for him. Yeah, yeah. His his story will be quite good because I've got a bit of history with uh, Rob uh, having crossed paths with him plenty of times on. Uh, oh, that's right on the other forums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was obviously me that got him into doing puppies. I discovered Rob. You discovered uh, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that. Another one. <laughs> another one in the the strong and conditioned stable. <laughs> I like that, but yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing his story too. Just um, get, for a number of reasons, but probably the main one is just it's been great to see his progress over what seems like to me a very short period of time as well um, in terms yeah. of his application of burpees and stuff like that. So that's yeah. it's going to be cool. Yeah, I mean, he seems to be enjoying it too, which is which is another yeah. good thing. Getting yeah. to that stage where you just you enjoy it, you hate it, but you enjoy it. <laughs> He's got the bug. Yeah, that's it. Um, once you we, get those first ones under your belt, sorry. Once you get no, those no, first you ones under your belt, and you get the, the, the first few sessions, and you realise that it's not a punishment exercise. Hmm. When you realise it's the most productive exercise, then you start to crank the gears up and yeah. <laughs> throw yourself into it. Yeah, true. He's definitely doing that. Um, what else is there? Oh, we've got uh, Elaine Fedick. Um, she's scheduled to be on the podcast. I think at this stage, bro, I'll send the details. It's in February, Great. early February, so I'll send you through the details. But looking forward to speaking with her. She'll be our first, or at this stage anyway, she'll be our first female guest on the um, podcast. And I believe she's just, well, she's not long been off some sort of surgery as well. So I'm not sure what the surgery was, but she's been, because she was quiet for a bit, but I noticed she's been coming back for the last few weeks now. Um, yeah. So it'd be interesting to get her take, her view as a woman um, in this space, because to me, I don't know about you, but it does seem to be quite male-dominated. Yeah, absolutely. It's very rare that like, you see women doing these yeah. sort of high-rep puppies. I've not seen a lot of them on YouTube, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's true, eh? So it seems yeah. to be quite a male-dominated sphere. Mm. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to get her take and how she feels about that and what got her into it it's you know she seems like quite an interesting woman so we'll see how that goes and um other than that i haven't seen that's what i need to check out with you i haven't seen 10 stretch do his uh, 150 yet navy seals yeah and you probably never will <laughs> what <laughs> he's done so his 500 he, mate so did he lie to us after because he wore his gym shark top yeah, yeah, I don't know, mate. I, I, I don't know what he's going to do. He, he could surprise us. Yeah, I know he released a video there a couple of days ago with a V10 minute challenge. So yeah, yeah. It's a, I've seen the challenges. His, yeah, I'm, he's still keeping his feet in the, the bulky bath, so to speak. I'm going to have to get on there and leave a comment. 
Yeah, no, you need to leave a comment, mate. You need to leave a comment with all the other weird comments he gets. <laughs> like, I look at his comment page, I'm like, these guys are like buppy guys. I'm talking to him. These are like bots, Russian bots. <laughs> <laughs> He's interacting with Russian bots. You'll <laughs> <laughs> go mad when he heals us. <laughs> Like his video was quite good, Ed. He's, he's just went in a completely different direction from your usual uh, yeah. buppy style video. It's like tight editing, him yeah. speaking in the middle. Uh, it's, he's it's, just it's showing a, off now. He's just showing off with yeah, his editing he's got, skills. He's got his wee technological setup. He's like a James Bond villain. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. They've got their 50 screens running at them. And, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to delete his video off our Move Sweet Suffer podcast now. <laughs> Don't mate, don't mate. It won't have a despair. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, who else is there? What else has been happening? Oh, Jibe Gastra. That guy's been blanking, pumping out some work. You seen this stuff recently, or just? Yeah, you need to get him on the podcast. Actually, yeah, 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 hundred percent. You need to get on. He's yeah. he's a monster. Yeah, he's a yeah. monster. Absolutely. So. Um, do you want to reach out to him or you want me to contact him? I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I can reach out to him. Def- In fact, uh, I'll just leave a comment on his YouTube because I don't have any other contact details. He's not yeah, on sweet. Instagram, which is usually my port of call for yeah, true. getting in touch with people. Uh, so, yeah, he's I mean, he's definitely a guy whose brain you want to pick because he just walks out like an absolute machine. Yeah, and I love all the other stuff that he does, his, all the handstanding stuff. That, um, with all yeah. The- all that type of gymnastic yeah, stuff he, that he does. Yeah, he's got a lot of time in his hands, I think. I get that vibe off. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, they can do these, guys like me and you can't do these routines. He do, yeah, man, he's, um, yeah, so it'll be really cool. Plus, he's very, I love his uh, his videos, the way he comes across. He's always full of energy, very positive at the start and his, uh, and his talking and stuff, so it's quite hard case. Very interesting character, so looking yeah, forward to Yeah, very Dutch, him very, very forthright. Yeah. You know the way the Dutch are, like, yeah. like you just say it like as a bit like zero gravity training. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be good if I hear him saying that he can't understand a word you're saying as well. That'll be excellent. Oh, he, he'll understand. Me. That, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. <laughs> what else? What else has been going on? What else has been happening? Well, no, what else has been going on with you, mate? Like that's the, the important. Thing, oh right? yes, yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing, eh? Yeah, that's another part that we're going to catch up about. So why? Um, yeah, lots been happening. So I resigned from my role, from my work, yeah. um, where I was as a services manager. Um, yeah. So what, what brought this one? Well, a few things. Probably the main one is just needing to commit to doing what I really want to do. So there's a there's a quote that I really like. That um, allow your passion to become your purpose, and it will one day become your profession. And I don't know who said that, but um, it's stuck with me for a long time. And I know that I really enjoy training, moving, sweating, suffering. I know that I enjoy trying to help other people, um, regardless of of whatever means or medium that's able to take place, whether that's through this podcast or the other podcast, or whether that's in person, um, etc. I know I don't like. Um, been around people that aren't prepared to put in work <laughs> so I started there's there's all the stuff that sort of ran through my mind and I spoke with a few people and friends and um they said mate you've got so many things from your background and stuff that you've done and they're things that I really enjoy doing like creating 
Perth, Australia's first invitation only gym, as an example, the mill. I love that. Like um, being go, being and having the opportunity to go to Jim Jones in Utah, um, which was the first invitation only facility that I'd come across, and being able to train there for a month and to earn a t-shirt. What I loved about them is that their stuff isn't for sale. It's yeah. you had to earn it, and um, yeah, just all those things have always stayed buzzing around in my head constantly. And I was like, oh man, I need to, I need to do something um, that I really want to do. And then, so yeah, so that, in a long story short, that fast forwarded, I took Christmas leave from work. So I'd had a little bit of a chat with my general manager, awesome lady, um, before Christmas came around, before Christmas leave came around. So she's probably sort of had an idea that I'd probably look to uh, move on. And then the first day back, at work, uh, went in and did some work, but then had a chat with had a chat with her and uh, yeah, and resigned that day. Um, big call because it's you know, COVID pandemic. But I'm I'm confident that I'll get work if I need to. Worst comes to worst, I'll just go work out in the fields and do labouring stuff and all that sort of thing if I needed to. But um, right now it's an exciting time. So created well, the burpee wear with the t-shirts and stuff was just a bit of a side project something that I've always wanted to do yeah make some clothing stuff whack some words on it and then just put that up there see how it goes so actually I should just want to quickly thank uh, Derek Towers Chris Charter Charter um oh man Todd Bowler and there's sorry I forget the others that have gone on there and just supported um and brought a couple of items so really appreciate um that that was unexpected but really a very nice surprise and then, so what we've created is um, Zero Alpha. And so Zero Alpha is going to introduce here to New Zealand anyway, its first um, SF or Special Forces inspired ultra endurance event, um, which will run similar to like your Spartan races, your mud, sweat and tears type races and that sort of thing a handful of times over the year. But um, it's it's got a... Very much an SF feel to it around the mindset and what happens. So there's there's it's uh it's different. Put it that way to um, your typical events like the Spartan races and stuff, which are awesome. Yeah. They're awesome events, uh, but it's certainly not for the faint-hearted. Um, it's for those that potentially want to have a bit of an insight into what a special forces selection process is like. So there's the 24-hour mayhem. Um, event and then there's the 40 hour devastation event aptly named because that's what's going to happen for the for the participants but um excited about that so i had a few comments and conversations with a number of people and they said man wouldn't it be cool to if you could take part of a special forces selection and mold that into an event that's open to the public or anybody that wants to have a try whether that's the the Blanken fitness enthusiasts or elite level athletes or challenge seekers or just people that just want to know what all the hoo-ha is all about yeah, um, and package that in a way that they can come and experience that or at least a portion of it um, within the safety boundaries of, a, of an endurance event itself. Um, and those thoughts and comments, they just sort of came up intermittently over the years, but also even more frequently during this COVID lockdown here in New Zealand anyway. And uh, I thought, man, you know what? I'd love to do that. Um, that's what I want to do. It's run by former um, SF guys that are that are doing it. So it, so that 
the participants have an authentic experience with regards to how it runs, but they won't know what's going to happen until they're on the course, um, or until they're on the event, I should say. And it'll culminate if they're still there at the end. So participants, if they want to withdraw, because um, it's not uncommon for people that go on a selection course like that to withdraw after the first day or yeah. within the first two days. Um, if they want to, they can, absolutely. Um, everybody's treated the same as what a selection course would be run um, on yeah. that event. But at the end, it culminates like they do with a barbecue, relaxed environment. They get to know uh, the people as, or the directing staff or the event staff as people. They get to find out a bit more of the insight and then they... You know, by the end of it, they earn um, their items, their T-shirt, their cap, their hoodie, if they're still there, if they've completed it. If they haven't and they've pulled off or they haven't earned it, so they don't get it. Um, But all of that stuff, I guess, just to try to summarise the reason for that is that that represents, or the reason for the earning of the stuff is just around it, it represents that, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone. It represents... Um, overcoming that fear of failure and or rejection. It represents to us that have been through those things the need to be, to continually try to stay humble, that there's always somebody bigger, better, faster, stronger, et cetera, than you, but that you can do it. It represents the need to stay positive, keep a good attitude and just grind, just work. So there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff around what those items mean and when somebody... Um, participates on either one of those events. They get those things. Either, or actually, the the mayhem one because it's only twenty four hours. They get a t shirt, but that still represents those same things. Somebody yeah. willing to go through a forty hour event will get the cap, the t shirt, the hoodie um, with that. And so those, yeah, those things there for me and for those of us that have been putting it together, man, it's just been flowing, eh? So the website and stuff should be done by the end of next week and be up and all that sort of thing. Uh, whether or not we get any applicants is, is yet to be seen. Like it sounds really good in our head and it yeah. sounds good when I'm speaking about it and it feels good, but uh, time will tell. And um, yeah, so that's that's probably one of the main big pieces. So stay tuned for Zero Alpha uh, coming out and that'll have the details and stuff on there. Um, New Zealand's first ultra endurance events open to obviously anybody and uh, international applicants welcome, but with COVID-19, that probably won't happen for a while. So, um, depending on what happens. So, like, so you kind of just threw this zero alpha thing in there. Is this something like, are you organising it or are you taking yeah. part? Yeah, yeah, I'm the founder of it. Right, okay, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. What is that? That's random. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't explain it very well. No, no, no. It's just you just kind of slipped it in. I was, I was, I was, like, I was just thinking, Boppy, where. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I'm talking about like some New Zealand tough mother thing, know what I mean? <laughs> but so, how long have you had this in mind for? Oh man, I've had this in mind for uh, probably. Well, the the concept was always there. Uh, not 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 quite as uh, I don't know if refined is the word, but not quite as broad as what it is now. So the concept and idea has been in my head for a few years. But the idea was around more more targeted and directed. So here in NZ, you have uh, a number of people, not a large amount, but a number of people that are interested and they have a direct entry process that you can apply to join the New Zealand Special Forces straight from Civvy Street. 
you know, so yeah. you don't have to have been in the army and that sort of thing. But there's steps and processes and stuff in place. Um, I don't know that they get that many people. And the success rate, oh, they've had a number of people, sorry, applies, something like 70, 80 odd, um, 65 thereabouts have been accepted to get on the selection, yeah. but only a hand, literally a handful have actually completed selection and been accepted. So passing selection's great, but the key part is getting accepted for further training to be able to continually progress towards being an operator. So yeah. it's been literally, you know, like a handful. So that was the original idea. I was like, oh, what if I could create something that could give people an insight because a lot of the civilians that come on, they don't, they're not prepared physically, they're not prepared mentally, they're not prepared emotionally, and they're not prepared practically for yeah. what it's gonna, what's gonna be involved in the process. So I thought, well, yeah, myself and my friends could really help in that space. And the thinking behind it was not so much from a business perspective at that time, it was more about how could we add some value to the unit and provide better prepared um, civilians prior to them going on selection. So they're more aware of all four of those things, physically, mentally, emotionally, and practically, they're going to be much better prepared before they go on there. And it's almost a filtering system before they go on to the selection, because if they don't, if they don't show what they need to be able to do, if they don't meet the requirements on that short little course that we're running, again, it was 24 hours, 40 hours, then we can give them honest feedback and go, hey, listen, it's great that you're keen to want to go there, but there's no, you know, honestly, you're not going to unless you do these and give them some advice and tips on that because they might still be really keen. Um, And that's something that you don't get (laughs) from the unit. So if you go on and you fail, you're lucky if you get any feedback, but nine times out of 10, you won't. It'll just be thanks, but no thanks. And so see you later. So you walk away not knowing what my strengths are, not knowing what my weaknesses are, not knowing what I did wrong or how I could improve. And then guys lose or people lose the motivation want to go. But that's part of the that's part of the process. I mean, if people really want to be there, they'll yeah. try and go away and they'll work harder and they'll come back. But so that was the original sort of concept. But then I realized and thought about it. Well, if I want to finish work and focus on that full time, I'm not going to have a lot of very, I'm not going to have very many people <laughs> wanting yeah. to come. And it was along the lines of the the mill starting that and being very, I guess, what was viewed as very elitist and not a very good business model. Uh, like we understood as like, well, not many people are going to want to come if it's invitation only and they've got to meet these standards, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I guess all that stuff that I've been lucky enough to do in the past and a bunch of other things combined to where I was at nearing the end of last year and where I'm at now, I thought, well, I've learned from those things. I've I've taken a lot of experience from that starting the business, going through that grind, and then leaving at a time when we were doing quite well. Actually, I was getting quite a lot of public um, attention. We were working with a couple of professional sports teams, one of the AFL teams we'd just done some work with, and then the rugby team at the time. The, one of the Super Rugby teams had contacted us yeah. and was getting ready to do some work. Um, so I know that it that it has an appeal to. Um, to certain, I guess, individuals, clubs and groups and teams. And then this one, I thought, well, I can't keep it too narrow a focus and just focus on people wanting the direct entry path. So I thought, started looking around and I thought, oh, hey, and then I had conversations with people and then memories of some of those conversations came back and then some recent ones during this lockdown. And, uh, yeah, and then some of the people, my thought actually, my reply to that was, 
I don't know how well that would go during the COVID lockdown. Like, who's gonna who's gonna come? Are we gonna keep distancing and all this sort of stuff? And it's probably doesn't sound very good from a financial business model. And then I thought, ah, oh, stuff it. Like, we've there's all this stuff now. We're not gonna stay in lockdown forever. And yeah. if I can start now and work on it now, and then I can do other bits and pieces to keep income and stuff coming in, which other stuff has come up as a result, um, then I'll do that. So. But what I'm, what I've felt, and I sort of touched on it with you, I've never felt so free. I've never felt so um, energized and excited about what's happening. Apart from those times when I was serving in the unit, set up the mill, and now where I'm at now, I've loved the jobs that I've had, and I've yeah. enjoyed the people that I've had the privilege to meet and serve and work with. But yeah. um, this is this is something else, and uh, and I'm really yeah. excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it definitely sounds exciting. What's what's the market like for that style of event in event? New Zealand? It's quite well. I know that the these events that happen, like because they got all those tough mudders and the uh, move, oh, not move, uh, mud, sweat, and tears, and Spartan races, and all these other endurance races. It's pretty good from what I've yeah. seen in there. Um, the when I say pretty good, there's you know there's a few hundred people that will turn up to every event, but this these events minimum ten, maximum twenty. We're not mm-hmm. we're not uh, blowing out the numbers because then I'm going to have to get too many um, people on board to to support that. So there'll always be a staff with with each group. Um, so we'll break those groups down uh, into their numbers. There'll be safety involved, vehicles, comms, all that sort of stuff that that is organised, but that's easy enough to do. And we've got the locations sussed, which is even better. That's that's prob- that was probably the the main part being in the locations that are going to um, create and add to the whole field and dynamic of what it is that they would be going through. And and along yeah. the way, in that market, we expect and anticipate to get some of those direct entry or those keen direct entry applicants that are wanting to come along because even though, yes, it's an ultra endurance event, both of them, um, both of those elements, everybody's going to get their feedback, whether they're just a a competitor and have no interest in wanting to go on to do selection or whether they want to. Um, and done in a relaxed, they'll only get that at the end. Um, we thought about the idea because if you pull off, you don't get anything back. Uh, yeah. And so, but I understand that people, if they want to come on and they're they're not, part of that they have no further desire to want to join the SF unit or anything like that um, they're going to want some sort of feedback so we can do that we'll, and we'll still do that and do that in a you know in a positive way obviously it'll be separate from yeah. everybody else because if person A pulls off and everybody else is still on and we've confirmed that they do want to withdraw then we'll take them away to the side get them de-kitted and all that sort of stuff cleaned up and then we'll have a sit down chat with them and just go through things and um, because we don't want them to leave feeling, you know, feeling really, really crap about themselves or anything like that. We understand that people are going to pull off, um, but we don't want them to walk away again feeling like a failure or feeling like this or feeling like that. We want to give them the feedback and also in yeah, that moment yeah. explain to them um, yeah. what what the whole reasons of what we're doing and why that happens and why it's like that. And so at least they'll go away feeling better about themselves also knowing and understanding better why things are done the way that they're done because up until that point they like me on the selection like why the hell do I have to do this like going through my head but I'm never going to verbally say that 
because <laughs> I would have probably got kicked off or I would have been marked. I would have had a spotlight well and truly shown on me going, this guy just blinking, whinging and compo- complaining. So just whinge and complain up here and just <laughs> just carry on. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so Joe, what I think the most important thing that we need to sort of bring up here is, go. will we be doing boppies during these events? <laughs> I think that's I, what people want to hear. <clears throat> There will definitely be some of that, but there'll be a whole bunch of other stuff. It won't just be boopies, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah. you can expect to have uh, some sort of monotonous, repetitive uh, type movements happening, and the burpee fits the bill for those. Good, <laughs> mate, good. You know, just yeah. as, as, you've just made me think of something. There was a world record attempt for burpees last night. Oh, really? It on, yeah, it was on Twitch. Uh, you know that Was it Tony Earth? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But you know what? Listen, he, that guy's got potential to do it because it was, it was like some woman was trying to do 10,000 burpees in 24 hours. Wow, 10,000 burpees in 24 10, hours. What, what sort? Like the, just the four count ones? Uh, no, they were uh, total down in the ground with a jump at the end. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But I think she only reached 6,000. Only, hey. <laughs> but man. Well, that's the barometer. You're going for 10,000, anything behind that, that's a failure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But man, that's incredible though. 6,000. Six. Yeah, it was brutal, but it, made, it gave me like food for thought. I mean, there's, surely there's somebody in the Bobby community that can pull that off. Oh, they'd have to be. I reckon they'd, I they'd be something. I could, man. 24 hours. 6, 000, yeah, well, I did 2,505 hours. Means well, six yeah. counts. Yeah, like, and I think six counts are probably harder than these burpees because you're counting every single like step through the burpee. Mm. So that's slowing you down. Yeah, yeah, definitely um, affects your win day. I know it does for me, but I, I like that aspect um, of it. I don't yeah. like it at the time, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, what sorry. I mean. for, anyway, you were saying sorry for interjecting. Just... No, no, that's a good. That's a that's a the world record. Well, coming back to what that world record that you spoke about. Tone Irv, definitely. James Bruce, maybe Busy Dad. I could see him getting out his calculator and his charts and his screens, <laughs> and he and he'd be like, "Oh, yeah, that would be. I need to be doing yeah, one burpee every presentation every seven point two seconds." <laughs> <laughs> no. You can just see him wearing like a, a suit jacket with like leather elbow patches. <laughs> I would love it. Like those guys, though, I reckon they could. As much as we like to make fun of uh, Busy Dad, he's very. I, I love his approach to his training because there is a lot of um, uh, evidence to support. You know that that scientific type approach to um, training that sort of thing. I don't know if he'd call it scientific, but definitely there's a method to his madness, which is great. No, he's very, he's very like intelligent. He's he's, yeah. a, he's an intellectual, definitely. Yeah, uh, and like. His the breaking down numbers and doing reps yeah. like per minute and what? Yeah, that's beyond me. It's like, just move, mate. Just get started. Just, move, would just you? get moving. <laughs> oh, but I totally, res- I totally respect that. Yeah, you know, because 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 it's there's there's an end result. Yeah, true. But uh, he he says he's going to do a thousand boppies in eighty minutes, which I think he can do. I, I think he'll do it. Sixty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon he'll do it. I reckon he'll do it as well, yeah. uh, but at the same time, like I, I laughed when I seen him uh, like put that out there because I knew I, I could see where he was coming from because yeah. he's got flu and he's feeling really sorry for himself. And, <laughs> like, he's making a video. 
and you can tell it's like killing him that he can't get his 80 minutes in per week <laughs> tell him he can still get your 80 minutes in mate don't well, tell he's me gonna don't tell eight minutes to fuck, he's going to devote 80 minutes to a thousand buffies mate so he's still getting his fucking 80 minutes in <laughs> <laughs> but I could kind of like sort of transport myself into where he was coming from because I know the Buppy fantasy was playing with his mind because he's not doing Buppy so he's dreaming about Buppy <laughs> I'm going to do like a thousand and twenty minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got the fucking the compass out and the like Pythagoras theorem <laughs> Trying to come up with the equation to how could he achieve a thousand buppies? How many buppies must I do per minute to get? But then that, like, the pressure that puts on you doing buppies. Like, if you need to get a certain amount in within every minute, you're adding a whole new pressure. Yeah, that's true, eh? Yeah, mentally, physically. Yeah. But he, he loves it. Look at him, he loves it. And I love how he, he keeps doing it, even with, even with his current quest with the... Um, 150 Navy SEALs in 20 minutes. That's yeah. huge. That's a massive amount of Navy SEALs to do in 20 minutes. I saw Tony smash it a, f- a few weeks ago now. Might have been even last year. 154, I think he did, in t- 20 minutes. Something ridiculous. But, yeah, it's that's tough. And I've seen Busy Dad um, hovering around that 130 and that 130 between 130, 140 and then 125 to 135 range it's it's yeah. wins and losses and good days and yeah. bad days but it's amazing credit. how the performance does fluctuate yeah like you're not going to crack out like it's, it's never going to be like linear in yeah. progression yeah yeah it's always going to it's, it's, it's like fucking stocks and shares man it's yeah but and and with good good reason too, I know you think with with everything that you get up to during the day, with whether or not you have a good rest or a poor rest at night, how your eating's been, just all that stuff, which we know anyway. But um, it's it shouldn't be too surprising for people because uh, I I look at that sometimes and people expect because they've done something on this day back in whenever it was yesterday or a couple of weeks ago or whatever, and they expect to be able to hit that. I know I've done that. And then I've gone, well, actually, I've had a pretty crap week <laughs> leading yeah. up to this. And uh, it's no wonder I'm three hours slower <laughs> or whatever. No, right, okay. But what about the times when you do? I mean, I, sometimes, like, you do have a shit sleep or you have bad recovery. Mm. Then you smash out a PB. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. How do you explain that? Like, I don't, I don't know how you explain it. Maybe it's just because I, I can use the JC as an example for me. My, my first one, well, my first proper recorded one because the video cut out on the first one. I only did 31. Your and then, camera null and voided you. Yeah, the camera null and voided me. The bloody, the bastard. That's what you'd say. <laughs> so the, that and then um, managed to complete the 31 <clears throat> on the video. And then I can't remember how how long it was later, maybe almost a week later, something like that. I was feeling I wasn't feeling very flash. And then I managed to hit thirty-five. But I know for me in that moment on that day, um, <laughs> even though I felt like crap, I started uh in my head I was like, oh, I just need to I do not want to get less than thirty-one. I need to yeah. I need to move. So because and maybe that was part of it, maybe it's just a mindset switch thing. Maybe I could have got more um if yeah. I had of applied that mindset to to that session or other sessions but whatever it was this this I don't know if it's an explanation but for me how I felt on that day feeling crap 
um, I was like, man, I just got to get this done and I do not want to get less than 31 <laughs> because yeah. that's just going to be terrible and it's going to be on video. <laughs> so um, those things, those added pressures, maybe they help sometimes. I don't know. No, but they yeah. do help. They definitely help. <laughs> like I, I did 500 uh, during the week and I've never done 500 uh, below 40 minutes and I kind of was going at a good pace. I'd go 200 yeah. out and then like some, I had to do things during my workout but like I try to keep away from the the, the, the clock when yeah. I'm doing these things because sometimes you don't want the stress of time, but sometimes the time catches your eye and you go, "I'm doing this, I'm yeah. getting this time here," <laughs> and then bang, it's like you just start cranking them out. You're like a yeah. piston, you're just, <laughs> you know, and like next thing you know, you've got a fucking PB, <laughs> and it's a good feeling, eh? It's a great feeling. Oh, it's brilliant! It's brilliant. But I love what you mentioned there about the the time because now that I don't have the other phone, which which was my other timekeeper, I just had this one. But that's doing all the recording, so I've really enjoyed. I, I mean, it, it feels like there's this this added weight that was there before that isn't there now. Whether or yeah. not that means I'm not pushing as hard, which I do, I definitely feel like there's times when I'm not pushing as hard because I'm like, eh, I don't need to worry. Like, got no time. But I also, for me mentally to refresh and maybe this helps some of our audience or listeners for me personally anyway to just feel a bit more refreshed to feel a bit lighter in my sessions lately it's been great mm-hmm. like I was yeah. just like sweet I can just move yeah it's tiring probably the only one was just the one hour one where I was like come on hour hurry up and finish <laughs> so I can stop but um, other than that yeah it's it's been a good place to be in personally to just yeah. feel a bit lighter and not so worried about the time yeah absolutely I, I just feel that like sometimes like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in always training never testing sort of like mantra where like the, the majority of your workout should be training, training. Yep. and then you throw in like a like a, a PB test yeah, sporadically yeah. yeah but the thing is is like, like you made an interesting point about coasting it because yeah. you've not got the clock to yeah. sort of spur you on or yeah. add that stress. However, I don't think burpees are that exercise which allow you to coast ultimately. Like, you know, you can go for a slow, steady run, you're just keeping your heart rate at yeah. a nice rate and you can yeah, just yeah. run for hours. Whereas, you know yourself, after burpee 25, it's game on it's just you know it's like the mental side kicks in because you know you've got a high number to reach or you can just yeah. feel it in your shoulders or chest or whatever Yeah. so you're never going to get an easy ride anyway but you're still going to like get that consistent training effect yep. if you just get the reps in and keep yeah. the quality high yeah that's true yeah great point I agree with that yeah there is no Easy time during burpees, especially when you're doing the high reps and, like you say, getting to that rep 25 and then just carrying on. I mean, yeah, you can go slow and you can, yeah. you know, your your heart rate can keep down. But, yeah, all those joints and stuff start to yeah. ache and pain, elbows. I think that is, like, for me personally, I think that's probably why I've went back to a, a more simplified approach. Yeah. Uh, because I just felt the routines were kind of, they were just adding a bit of stress having a YouTube channel and trying yeah. to think of routines to put up, I thought, I can't be asked with this right now. It's kind of hitting, <laughs> it's hitting my training in a negative way. I'm taking yeah. my eye off the ball. 
I mean, I'm going to get a good effect from my routine. Routines are great, but yeah. I some just I, I, it was taking me away from why I train, yeah. which is just to get fit and feel good. Yeah. So, what I was also thinking there, I've got, I've kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, right. So I've also added in the Iron Wolf uh, CVPs. Yep. Cardiovascular punishments to my uh, training. training block. Yep. Uh, because I know that he had a like a July challenge where he was uh, he instructed people to run three times a week, which it's not that I don't have the time to run, but I can have the time in some places to bang out thirty minutes mm. where I am instead of going out for a run. Yeah. So that's more accessible to me. Yeah. But dear me, man, these that is by far my favourite routine right now. Is yeah. The, the not the CVP. Like not the IMO format, although they're they're amazing. Uh, but just the format, so yeah. to speak, where it's bang out as many rounds as possible, keep yeah, moving, style jumps, moving. mountain climbers, yeah, uh, boppies, eight count bodybuilder. I've started to get really into the eight count bodybuilder. I find it quite therapeutic. I don't know why. So are you splitting your legs now? Yeah, I'm spreading my legs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Welcome. Dude. So a wee, a wee circuit I've developed is like 10 burpees, uh, 10 four count uh, mountain climbers, yeah. 10 uh, bodybuilder burpees and 10 four count style jumps, just keep oh, it nice. simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's completely blown the backside right up, like it's killing me, yeah. killing me, but, it's, um, but I can feel my fitness just go... Yeah, yeah, I can feel the gains. I did one on Friday night there when I had a bit of downtime. <laughs> Bang it for thirty minutes, and I, f- I do you know that way. Like after it, you just want to do something. Like you're just like you're just looking about, like, talking to people in the gym or whatever, and you're just you're just, you're just feeling quite positive. You're just getting endorphins flooding your body because you know it's a kick-ass routine. It's so brutal, <laughs> but it yeah. felt easy. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, I just wanted to mention before I forget, for those that might not understand why I said so you're spreading your legs, because earlier, back on some of the other podcasts, Lee mentioned that he felt a little bit uncomfortable about uh, doing a bodybuilder and just there's something about spreading your legs and that part of the <coughs> movement that just didn't sit right with him. So I'm glad to hear he's he's joined the group and he's doing that now. Well, it yeah, it's kicked in. I know how to do them. Like <laughs> the, the first time I did them, I got a brutal blister in my toe. <laughs> That was putting me off a wee bit, but there's there's a nice there's a therapeutic flow to the eight count bodybuilder. Yes, I can't explain it. Like it's this slower. You kick your legs back. You stand up. Yeah. It buys you some time. Yeah. But another thing is, is like in one of the CVPs, there's drop squats. I've never yep. really done. Do you do drop squats? Yeah, I haven't done them regularly, but yeah, I oh, I've done them a fair bit. Yeah, but I just haven't done them recently. Yeah. Sorry. Well, how does a thousand drop drop squats sound? Sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a potential YouTube video, mate. <laughs> well, no, it's a, so what as as a chaser, so like a thousand burpees. No, no, a just a thousand job squats. But you got to get your burpees in. No, just just me, just go after beating course a wee bit. No, you've got to do burpees. You got to get burpees every day. What a thousand burpees and a thousand drop squats. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it would have to be because you'd have to you got to have the chaser to the. Uh, to the burpee I know but you can't you can't do like a one drop squat chaser doesn't feel right drop squats need to be done in 10s or 20s or 30s 
Like the whole point is that it's, we bounce in the middle and it just adds that wee bit of tension. Oh, mate, it, it's a whole another level of discomfort once you get further into the... <laughs> right, okay, what about a thousand weighted vest drop spots? Yeah, even more terrible. <laughs> mate, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. When you, when you plan... Oh, no, nah, you don't need to say when. Not you do, now, it, when not you, you do it when you do it. I'll do it when yeah. I do it, man. I can't do it now because I'm not diverting for this block, but it was something I was thinking of the other day. Yeah, right. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing that. And uh, hey, another thing as well I wanted to ask. So it's good that we've got out about the, uh, I'm so glad to hear that you're doing the uh, the bodybuilders. bodybuilders. You can also do them safely, make sure that there's a solid wall behind you or even in a corner. <laughs> that way there's no no way anybody can sort of sneak around behind, you know. Uh, the other part was your anniversary, mate. Your anniversary with Michaela, your sweetheart. Yep. Every time, when the camera comes out, mate, you do not need to pull the guns out and do these <laughs> ones, all right? All you needed to do for your darling was just put your arms around her and hug her as you took the photo. Maybe even give her a little kiss on the cheek. There you are, just guns out, guns blazing, not even, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, she gets plenty, plenty of kisses and cuddles off me. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. So what's what's the anniversary? Is it two years? One year? Two years? No, one year. We've been together six years, but that was our first year married. Wedding, yeah, awesome. Oh, that's great. That's cool. What did you do? Uh, we booked burpees. a holiday. We're going on holiday. <laughs> you, did you, you didn't do any burpees? And you, you should no, have done we, burpees. we didn't do burpees, no. no, 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 no. no. I took a day off burpees. <laughs> You burpees. any excuse to get a day off burpees? So you yeah, no, but we've, we've booked a holiday for the whole family, so we're all going to go to Turkey. Oh, awesome! When's that? Uh, July, I think. July. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, good. Can't good. wait. Hey, you might bump into. You should sort out a collab with Burpees Punisher. It's happening, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's possibly happening. Awesome. That'd be good. That'd be he good stays in the Dalaman region or nearby. Yeah. So could be a a collab in the the, the, the pipeline. That'd but I'm going to get a collab with Ten Stretch. I'll actually show him up. <laughs> I was thinking that I had that. I've got this idea in my head, like like me and collab, me and Ten Stretch love wrestling. We like uh, like what the WWF. The, the, yeah, but yeah. we don't like it now. The, the stuff that you get now, we don't. We, we yeah. like the eighties and nineties from back in Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate yeah, Warrior, Rick Flair, all that yeah. stuff. We love yeah. all that stuff. We always talk about it and what. <laughs> and uh, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to do a collab with Ten Stretch, and I'm going to like put it out there. That I have to come under my wing, and like, you know, like I'm his master. <laughs> I'm his buffy master, but he's going to turn on me and we're going to create a YouTube feud. Excellent. That sounds we good. Just, we would just cut like 1980s, 1990s wrestling style promos. And are you are um, applying those at the gym that you work at? No, 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 no. We're just oh. more about work. I was, going to, I was hoping to see some chairs getting smashed on the back and tables. Oh, yeah, definitely, and... definitely. No, we'll start a YouTube feud and try and drive some traffic towards the channels. <laughs> He's going to be uh, Jake the Snake and Ravishing Rick Rude. You're going to have those. Yeah, uh, Rick, mate, Rick Rude's one of my favourites. Ravishing Rick Rude, that's, like, that's one of my favourites. Uh, that's something that we're all having the pipeline as well. Try and inject a bit of fun into the Bob because we need a bit of fun in the Bob P community. Yeah, yeah. That, that, sounds, that sounds like fun. And I think you've got the right guy to be doing that with. <laughs> 
a right guy or he's a right guy have you seen he's in the video where he's hulking up at the start like, yeah yeah and he's oh, he's yeah he's I, I was wondering if he was on something when he did that video actually and I watched it and you know what I tell him I put on here now I saw I saw him, saw him get, and I was like ah, skip we did the next video <laughs> So, ah, uh, yeah, see you later. I'll go check out these other videos. Oh, yeah, Boopy's Bandit. Yeah, have a look at what he's doing. Oh, here's Rob Simpson. Oh, there's the Canadian crush. I'll go check out these ones here. Bloody Tone Herb's done 874 burpees in an hour. Oh, that blanket, that looks painful. Oh, what a good idea. Yeah, I'll try and do that. Not 874, but I'll just move for an hour. Bloody um, Triple B, that guy. Thank you, Nick. With all his work and stuff like that. He is the standard, man. Like I I've said it, um, just... 61 years young, smashing out what he does. He, he like yeah. he'll cruise through a hundred six count burpees in like six minutes, if you know, sort yeah. of around that mark, and just cruising. He'll be ah, right, all yep, yeah, and just talk about what he's gonna do. Time for a shower, get ready for work. See you later. And so, <laughs> and so I know, I know, I know. But have you seen him with that wee black bundle and he looks like some cat boggler? Boggling some house. Purple boggler. Can you say it? <laughs> purple boggler. <laughs> he's like he's, he's like it's like one of these stills you see for a CCTV camera. And they ask you, have you seen this man? <laughs> Performing weird exercises Performing with, yeah. in somebody's house. That's right. <laughs> no, but it's awesome. Yeah. Good to see Derek on the mend. Yeah, well, yeah, I was well. talking to Derek the other day, actually. Derek mm. got in touch because uh, I think he thought, like, I think he got a bit of a wake-up call where uh, like a routine he did and he thought he needs to get his fitness up. So I, I think he's he's doing a challenge where he's going for, like, 202 pumps. Nice. So hopefully that goes well for him. His yeah, knee yeah. seems to be back in, back in action. So yeah. uh, good luck to Derek. Hopefully I'll be keeping a close eye on him. Yeah, definitely. That's been cool. Um, who else is he? Who else? Who else? You been uh, having a look? At? I know Jay's, Jay's journey been been cool seeing that guy. Seems like yeah, I've left a few comments on his page. Uh, yeah. Just offering a bit of support. Seems to have a bit of a backstory. Uh, yeah, the Buppies. The, the impression I get that Buppies are providing a bit of mm. a guidance in some aspects of his life. I, I don't know if I go into that personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's just the vibe I pick up on. So hopefully that can uh, spur him into action and he can find something to. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus on because uh, you know that's buppies have got that effect I think we've, we've spoken about that like yeah. that, that that invigorating uh, effect yeah, which definitely. a lot of people might buy into yeah and I think <clears throat> for those people you know or anybody willing to just sort of get past that first well first few days or might even be weeks <laughs> might be months yeah. of that grind but man if they can get past whatever that point is for them and just carry on all right there's so there's so much well in my view anyway there's a lot of benefits to be had not only mentally yeah. but physically and all that sort of stuff so yeah but you know what like i like I, I always tell people that they need to get that 500 done i think the 500 is the moment when you go where, where can I go I've with arrived this? yeah yeah I think yeah. 500 is a milestone yeah. like 300 is a milestone your first 100 on Broken is a milestone your yeah. 300 is a milestone but your 500 is when the game opens up mm. yeah, in my opinion yeah, you know yeah. you know how you get those computer games where you like the first hour is like teaching you the controls 
but it's no, doing it in a know. format where you think you're playing the game <laughs> and you're like oh right and then like you do something and the whole game the whole world opens up to you what are you doing playing those games what games are you I talking about I don't play them anymore I used to play them years ago with uh, 10 stretch oh he still plays them <laughs> yeah he did say so. <laughs> <laughs> I know mate I, I just sold I, like, I used to have an Xbox but I get rid of it it was nothing I've just no time for it <laughs> I don't have the, the mentality you, for it anymore you definitely don't have the time for it with the wee ones running around everywhere causing havoc <laughs> But I'll get back into it when they get their computer and I'll get a bit of free time. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, true. Yeah, yeah. My son Warren, he's got an Xbox, but he likes to play it with his friends, so <laughs> don't really get to play it with him much. It's not like back in our day when you could you could only play it with a friend sitting next to you. <laughs> okay. And what about you, man? Like what else? So we we spoke a bit, you asked me about what I was up to. Are you working on anything for you, for Lee Hazard and your family, like a project or whatever that, that you want to do or something that you've oh, wanted to do and been putting off? There's a, there's a few things in the, the pipeline within my, my household at this point, but my main priority is just... Uh, I'm, hang on, I'm, I'm not talking about home maintenance jobs that you haven't fixed yet, like <laughs> piping and plumbing and doors and fixing screws on handles no, that no, have fallen no, no. I'm not talking about that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, my, like, we're, like, just right now, we're at a stage where it's, like, just making sure that, like, the kids are in the right path and mm. uh, that takes up awesome. the most of my time, just being a dad. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. I would say that that's the... the, the the, the, the prime uh, majority of my life is uh, taking care of my kids just doing things with them and yeah. uh, my wife awesome. as well awesome you know what you should do you should create a backpack and put your little one on your back and do burpees with them on your back well, do you know what I used to have one I used to have a wee uh, like this pouch one of those things, things. yeah but he's too big for it now Oh. He's too big for it. In fact, I did a video a couple of weeks ago where like, I had when you were holding him and squatting. Yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It, it completely it. gassed me. I was blown <laughs> out my backside. He was good at counting for you too. I like. I liked how uh, what I, I liked how at times we just stayed on three, three. Well, it sounded <laughs> like three, three, three. You're like <laughs> up to 15, 10, 15, whatever it was. I was like, yeah, now you need to listen to the wee man. <laughs> for the first few sets he was like trying to do burpees with me but his style of a burpees climbing under my belly when I'm coming for the push up but do you know what it was a fun workout it was, you know, I was like I was actually dreading the parts where it, it wasn't the burpees that were killing me it was holding him and doing the squats with him that was killing me I was having to like adjust him in different positions and it's a workout I've done with my kids before it's a, by the way it's a great workout yeah. it's a great workout yeah, especially when I put all that as well when I can put her because she's a wee bit heavier <laughs> and they, they love it as well they love getting involved yeah. and do you know what like, I, I enjoy doing the workouts because I know that I'll never get like I know you get your kids working out but I, I believe that they'll follow that path by watching you as opposed yeah. to being made to do it yeah yeah that'll be that'll be good mine mine haven't didn't figure that out so I just made it <laughs> <laughs> I know me I know you crack it with me you crack <laughs> <laughs> Happy cheeks and muscles and the boys. But listen, yeah. the, the, the burpee form is exemplary. They've been taught well. 
Yeah, they do. Yeah, theirs is uh, better than mine. The little monkeys. Yeah. So we don't have them on the camera too much. So. Yeah. All I does boppies. All I know she's always saying, "Daddy doing boppies. Daddy doing boppies." <laughs> she'll get down and do it. I'll be all a boppy. I loved her video. I've got that. I showed my wife and the kids. Uncle Joe, give me some boppies. <laughs> that was so funny. Thanks for that. Man, made my day. Yeah, yeah, seeing all that. Ah, she's, 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 so, she's, she's a wee character. She's, <laughs> like, she's hilarious. <laughs> her like language that. is great. She's, so, she's, only, she's turning three. That's uh, our birthday this week. Yeah, right. Coming up. Uh, so we've got a birthday and we're going to do things and we've got a presence. And I'm looking forward to it because she's at that age now where she's like aware. And, yeah, yeah. Like, she still thinks it's Christmas right now. She's still singing all <laughs> the Christmas songs. And, Beautiful. That's awesome. Bro, I um, did you have anything else you wanted to chat chat about now? I didn't realize. No, I mean, I've, 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 I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this format. I mean, it's quite relaxed. I like I like yeah. these catch ups. So have I. So have I. Always a pleasure catching up with you, my friend. Well, Absolutely. to our audience, we thank you very much once again <laughs> for joining Lee and I on this Moose Sweat Suffer podcast. Lee, always a pleasure, my brother. Thank you for uh, spending some time and uh, the questions and the uh, comments and thoughts that you've shared. Um, I'd like to say they were insightful and helpful, but they're not. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, they are. They are um, for me, and I'm sure for our audience. But appreciate you, brother, and hope you have a good night there with your family. And um, don't pull the guns out too often. Like keep them, keep them on the D low. <laughs> All right, brother. You take care. Eh? Stay awesome. Stay safe. Speak to you later. Hey, bye bye. <laughs>